Uh, well, hey, good morning. Welcome, welcome to the Ruby. My name's Joshua. Uh, I'm the pastor here, and uh, whether you know it or not, and frankly, whether you like it or not, it's our birthday today. Uh, so, happy birthday. That was good. That was fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We're going to grow in celebration this morning. But uh, yeah, we turned five today, man, which is pretty crazy. Uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday to me. Uh, we're going to just really have fun. I hope you saw some of the, the festive things, like you can get your photo back there with the balloons and the confetti decoration. Um, I, I told you for the past couple of weeks that we'd have a cute and festive knick-knack kind of day, and I think we lived up to it. Uh, cute, festive knick-knacks, that would all describe today. Can you just nod your head whether you mean it or not? Um, yeah. Um, man, I, I want to point out a few people. Is Alyssa here for the eleven? Oh, man, she's not. Well, Alyssa's an intern at uh, Hillsborough Village specifically, and she's been amazing. She actually has been posting, if you're on our Ethos Hillsborough Village Facebook page, she's been posting blogs every week that are really powerful. She's an amazing writer, um, but also she kind of thought this whole day up, and I was hoping she'd be here, but she was at the nine, so it makes sense that she's not here. But, um, man, I'm just so thankful for everybody that helped today happen. If you volunteered today, thank you. It's awesome. Um, Man, I don't know if, if you've ever been at a church that celebrated birthdays before, uh, but we love to celebrate and just to take moments to just sit back and, and admire the journey that God's taken us on, what we've seen him do. If you were with us last week, uh, we, we talked about testimonies and uh, both sharing our own story, where we've seen God in our life, but also listening to the stories of, of others and talked about Joshua 4 and Psalm 77 and how our own story reeks of God's goodness um, but also other stories at times in, in other seasons will help strengthen us. And, and this week is going to be similar in the sense that we're going to be reflective um, and celebrate where we've seen God. But instead of it being in our individual stories, um, we're going to take this chance to celebrate where we've seen God in our church's story. Right? So for a lot of you, you're not surprised that there's a church here, that there's a lot of churches everywhere. Church is sort of just there, right? There's so many of them, and it all makes sense that there's one here. But if you've ever started a church, there's never a guarantee it sticks around. I promise, okay? Like, at one point, Ethos at the Ruby was just starting. And I promise you, we had no guarantees of in five years, we'll be celebrating our fifth birthday. And yet today, we are doing that, which is so cool. And, and my, my hope is today that I help all of us. I'm just like, ask God, God, help me make it clear why it's so cool that we're here. Like what, what you've been doing and how it might feel normal, but it's not normal. It's abnormal and in the best way possible. And so today we're just going to celebrate, man. We're going to celebrate, um, yeah, just this church. Uh, I remember, you know, five and a half years ago, this was just a building and I did not know it existed. I've been in Nashville for a few years, um, but I had no idea this thing was a thing. Who knows what this building was doing? It was probably doing exactly what it's doing right now, which is existing. Uh, and, uh, and I remember, uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, oh, also, this hair was for Halloween. It's not staying. We tried to tone it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I was. <laughs> I was JT for Halloween, did a lot of good curls. I looked like JT, and it was really good. Um, and then we tried to tone it out, and it didn't quite disappear. So here I am, blonde, but it won't stay. So just, just so you know, I don't think this looks good. Um, Anyway, um, so uh, this uh, five and a half years ago, I remember I was just an intern at Ethos and I, I had been praying like, God, I, I wanna be at this church for as long as possible, forever, if I had my way, but you know, you gotta help that happen. And I remember uh, Larkin Briley sitting me down and uh, he was just an intern like me um, and 
he set me down and we were getting lunch at Copper Kettle. You wanna know where Copper Kettle's at? Right across from Lipscomb. Just good old Southern cooking, really good spot. And uh, we're sitting down at Copper Kettle. And you know how when your friend has to tell you something important, whether, when they haven't even told you yet, you can just tell they're about to say something important. He was doing that thing. We were like, stop asking about how my day's going. I know you're trying to tell me something, just tell me, you know? I don't, remember if he, I don't remember if he bought my lunch that day or not, but he should have because it was an important conversation because he told me, he said, hey, our staff is wanting to launch a third campus. We're wanting to have a third church. Um, we've already got one at Marathon and Cannery. Um, and so they've tabbed me on the shoulder. They want me to help plant this church. And so I'm building my team out and I really want you to be on this team. And I, mean, I just remember being blown away, like, whoa. God's answering my prayer. I get to stay a little bit longer. And I was like, yes, I want to do this. And I mean, I remember coming to this building and, you know, the things that you see that are normal now, you know, at one point there was no nothing. And we had to like figure out where do the chairs go? Which way do they face? We thought about doing it horizontal, which would have been a terrible idea. But those are the kind of ideas that happen when you're planning a church that hasn't started yet. And thought about the communion tables and the banners and all this stuff. I just remember dreaming all this up and just being like, what is going to happen when we just start all of a sudden start having church. And it's just so surreal that now, I mean, it's so normal that you're here. I fully planned on you being here. I expected us to have a church gathering, but just thinking back on how at one point that was kind of up in the air, like what's it going to be like? And so we're gonna spend some time celebrating today. Um, I've got like four different items that I'm gonna get through today, all with the, the, the idea of just celebration. And so um, we're gonna shift gears a few times. And so just be prepared mentally to keep shifting with me, okay? Um, it's, I think it's gonna, it's gonna ask some participation for your brain. So can you just like be ready to engage as we're gonna kind of do a few different things that are gonna switch up the pace? The first thing I wanna do um, is highlight a few people that are just really, really important to this church. Um, and so Sarah, could you come up here? Um, ben, could you come up here? Muriel, am I interrupting a sermon? Oh, thank the Lord. Okay. Um, at the 9 a.m., I totally interrupted her teaching. And I was like, okay, pause discipling the children. <laughs> Come up here. Uh, it was, wasn't good. So uh, this, is our, this is our team. This is our Hillsborough Village team, our staff. And uh, I want to take some time just so you guys know. You're right? It's like, so you come here, and, and with good hearts, you kind of expect things to be the way they are. Chairs, music volunteers, all these things, but there's some people behind the scenes that really like, if I think too long, I'm gonna start crying. I've been crying a lot lately. Uh, that really put their time and energy into making this happen. And uh, it's out of the goodness of their heart and because they just believe in the church and they feel called here specifically. So it's really cool. So we'll start with Sarah since that's the order we're in. This is Sarah. Sarah. Okay, great. So that's Sarah. Thank you for, this is, no. Uh, Sarah is our campus coordinator. So what that means is, basically what it means is everything ties to Sarah. Everything you see and experience on a Sunday is because Sarah probably had a hand on it. Um, so she's over our entire volunteer system. Uh, we, have, we function off volunteers, if you don't know that. And so um, if you've ever gotten an email about volunteers, it was from Sarah. And Sarah is the reason the chairs are here, the tables are here. Everything that you see is because of Sarah. She's over getting our volunteers together having them show up on a Sunday and having it all be coherent. That all falls on her. Everything that we order, it just all runs through this woman. And she is, frankly, extremely overqualified to be here. Um, I remember when we hired her, we had been through a couple of campus coordinators and I just, I remember we knew so just very quickly, like, oh, Sarah is like a gift from the Lord. She's supposed to be here. She, I mean, it's perfect. Um, 
she does a lot, which is awesome. She does so much for us. But also, the character that you walk in is, and I'm, I'm welcome to my world. Yeah, I'm sweating too. Uh, it's mostly on my back, not on my forehead. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Sarah, yeah, TMI. Um, but, but the character that Sarah walks in the attitude she carries, um, her heart for Jesus is insane. If you were here back in May when she shared her story, that's insane. Um, the way she disciples women, the way that she befriends people in our church, uh, it's stunning, really. And uh, we are underqualified to have someone like Sarah. Um, and so whether you have been able to like, meet her or not, if you haven't met her, get to know her. Um, she loves this church uh, I promise you she's not doing it for the paycheck. If you are, we'll fundraise for you because <laughs> sorry about what we had to pay you. But anyway, uh, Sarah um, is doing this because she believes in this church. And I, I wish you could be at some of the behind the scenes conversations that we have. She's at our teaching meetings, just thinking about you guys. Like she's so concerned about how we're doing as a church. And so can y'all just give it up for Sarah, our campus coordinator? You can go. You can go here, that's great. This is Muriel Wasby. Um, Muriel Wasby. <laughs> It's a little different at the 11, you guys are ready to go, I liked it. It was that song, wasn't it? I was vibing. Um, let's focus in, Josh. Um, Muriel is our, our children's pastor. Um, just a little background on Muriel. Um, her husband Dave's in the back there, and her and Dave came here, and you know, anyone over the age of 30 comes here, and at times, I've just felt this, our age can be a deterrent, like we're, we're young, and Big picture, it's really rare that young people go to church, and yet we're a church full of them, which is a gift from the Lord, if you don't know. It's so cool um, that we get to be in this space. But because of that, sometimes older people will come, just literally over the age of 30, and they'll almost immediately just exit. And I just like grab their arm, like, no, 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 it's okay. We want you here. It's okay. Please be here. Please, please, please. We need it. Um, but I remember when Dave and, and Muriel saw when they came here, and they didn't see our age as a deterrent. In fact, they saw it as like an invitation from God to, to pour into our church, and this week, I spent some time. My job is to take ideas and put them into words, right? And I tried to put into words what Dave and Muriel, just their presence before we even get to the children's pastor part, their presence has meant to our church. It's been extremely impactful. I mean, they are just this solid, consistent, like, source of life for our church family. Whether it's hosting things like Women of Ruby or, or House Church, they lead a house church, um, whether it's just being the presence they're here on Sundays, but we just, we feel your consistency, we feel your love, we feel your shepherding, we feel your hospitality. Day, we feel it. Like, we, these guys have just been an immense gift and wanna honor them for that. Um, and then, on top of that, just them being here is already just like, and we don't expect it. In fact, take a break if you need to, because they, they do a lot for us, it's amazing. Um, and we've never asked them to, they just go for it. But also, she's our children's pastor, and she has years of experience training kids on the educational side and on the ministry side, and she shows up and says that she's willing to, to be our children's pastor, just completely overqualified, just seeing a theme here, and then says, I don't want a paycheck for it. I just want to do it. And we would never, we, we wouldn't have asked that from you. Like, but out of the goodness of her heart, she's done this. And so she's discipling our children. We're seeing early fruit from that already. It's been incredible. Sean and Hannah were at the nine. They shared how Toby, this is their young boy, is singing worship around the house because they get to be in here. And she's constantly teaching them um, being a children's pastor. So can y'all just thank Muriel for the gift she is to our church? Love you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you can go. Ben, come on. 
Um, I'm doing something that Ben hates. I'm putting him in front of people because Ben is a behind the scenes guy. Um, but I need you to see his face and just know the, the gift he is to our church. Um, so things that, that I'd certainly expect from any Sunday gathering or any event at all is like speakers and microphones and music and just all this stuff that just sounds good. And I never, if you're like me, I don't think about why. Um, ben is why at Ruby, okay? <laughs> He's the guy that sets up all this stuff and has an iPad with a bunch of things. I don't know what's going on, but it messes with the sound on some level. That's why you hear me right now. Um, but also, Ben is the guy that is orchestrating our worship. Uh, everyone you see up was scheduled and asked by Ben. Uh, he's the guy that, that leads all of that. So if you wanna lead worship, hit up Ben. Um, but Ben is a guy that does so much behind the scenes and doesn't ask for credit. Um, he has a full-time job, and it's not here. And he does it out of the goodness of his heart. And it's not just what he does, but it's how he does it. Uh, the character he walks in, um, I look up to morning people. I don't know how they do it. Ben is one of those guys, 7 a.m., just walking, but not too excited, so where he's obnoxious, he's just in a good mood. And he just walks with that. Like when you get around Ben, you feel better. Like if you've ever worked with Ben, you like working with Ben. I promise you do. I know you do. And because just the kindness and the joy he walks in, it's insane. And guys, I know this guy. It's only because he believes in the church. He just loves it. He, just, he loves serving. In fact, I usually have to remind you to take time off, like I did a few weeks ago. Like, hey, you need to stop if you need to because you work a lot. And so um, just thanks for the character you walk in, the way you serve our church every Sunday. You're so reliable. I don't know how you do it, so love you. Can y'all just thank Ben for me? Great, love you. Yeah, so, you know, it's a weird thing at church. There's like a preacher with a mic and you see him every week, but there's so many people that are making this happen, right? It's not like, I'm certainly not doing it. Everything I just named, I don't touch. It's like all of them. And, but it doesn't just stop with them. Like we're all a church and you guys have played a big part. Um, so I'd love to ask, if you've ever volunteered here on any level, once a million times, I don't care, but if you've ever been a volunteer, can you just raise your hand? Raise it high. We need to see it. Yeah. You see this? Like, thank you guys so much. Um, you, if you want to clap for yourself, go ahead. Uh, it's kind of weird. We just lost half of our applause because half of you raised your hand. But, uh, but guys, thank you. We, we need volunteers. And uh, it's, it's normal for us that like half of our church volunteers regularly. That's not normal. That's so cool. I, I, I think it's getting back to kind of that New Testament picture of church where you didn't hire staff and pay them salaries. You had the church going, here I am, send me, I'll go, I'll help. What do you need? That's how church, and I hope that's the direction we're moving, that we're just all pitching in, locking arms. And if you volunteer here, whether you have in the past or are currently doing it or are going to in the future, like just thank you, it matters. Like without it, we, we nothing would be here. I, I would be here without a mic and just standing in an empty room. Like it's because of you guys, like us working together, that we get to do the Sunday thing. And then last thing I wanna point out, does anyone lead, if you lead a house church uh, at the Ruby, can you raise your hand if you lead a house church? Can we give it up for our house church leaders in the back, we have some? Um, more and more in, in 2019, man, I think as, I think there's a lot of assumption about the church. I, I hear it when I ask questions with people and um, a lot of maybe fear, maybe cynicism, whatever else, the four walls of church are kind of, um, there's just some distance between the structured church in our city and our culture that can just be there. Um, I think we're an amazing church, um, but that can happen. And I think more and more the living room is so powerful that it kind of is a non-threatening way to, to dip your toe into the water of religion and Jesus and like, I don't know, but I don't, at least I'm not a church. And I just think the living room is so powerful. And to those that are opening up their homes, opening up your living rooms, going to coffee shops, parks, wherever you meet, to pour into people, Help them ask questions to feel safe as they pursue Jesus or consider pursuing Jesus. 
Just thank you. That, that is just, guys, it's everything. It's everything. I mean, last week I was talking about how 99% of our awake time is spent somewhere other than Sunday morning church. How really this is just 1% of your week, literally, if you average six hours of sleep a night. So that's max awake time. This is 1% of it, right? And so to those that open up house church and, and increase that percentage and create spaces for people to come and, and be known and, and just to feel safe, that, that matters. So to our house church leaders, just like seriously, I honor you, bless you, thank you so much um, for just serving our church. Um, so I just wanna take a few moments. You know, if church, there's a lot of things that just happen that you're used to seeing happen, but there is a lot of people that are very intentional about committing their time and energy to helping them happen. And so just from the front, thank you. We love you, honor you, appreciate you. That's part one. Part two. Whenever my, my friends and I, whenever we have uh, birthday parties, um, we always do this thing that I would encourage you to do because it's always very sweet. Often there's tears. But at the end of the night, after we're done, like doing whatever we're doing, eating at the restaurant or something, we'll, we'll go around in a circle and we'll, we'll name for that person, man, here's what we love about you. Here's what we've seen God do in you. Here's why you're awesome. And we just take time to go, hey, this is your day, and we're not gonna let it pass until we have all told you why we think you're great. And just to have a time of just recognizing, of celebrating a life is just so cool. And, you know, it's our birthday today. And so I wanted to pause. If you're here and you call this place home or somewhat home, I'm assuming you're here because I'm, I'm hoping you enjoy it and you've experienced God here and, and you're growing here. And there's been cool moments where you felt the Lord like speak into your life and I wanted to take a moment as a church family together, just kind of open forum to just name, where have you seen God? Like, what's God done? Why is he good? Why has this place been special? Where have you felt God touched down in your life? And let's just name it. And, and I just want to just encourage just what's going on here, because God is moving, and I think it's so easy to keep going and moving forward and not pausing and going, no, wait, God, what are you doing at the Ruby? How's our church doing? Where have you touched down? And so I have a few things that I'm gonna list, but before I give my list, I'd love to just open up the floor. Where have you seen the Lord? You can just raise your hand, share. I'd love to hear. Yeah. Um, so I'm a sophomore in college at Lipscomb, and last year when I came to Nashville, I'm from Indianapolis, so I'm like kind of far away from home. Um, the second I set my foot into this building, I felt God saying like, this is where you belong. Um, and so the Ruby has just been like my home. Mm -hmm. um, that's so good. She's from Indianapolis. She said when she came to the Ruby, the minute she stepped in here, that she just felt at home, that, that the Ruby's been a home away from home, which if I let that sink in, I'll just start bawling. That's, that's so good. I love that. Thank the Lord. What else? We're going to do this for a while, so you need time to think. Praise the Lord. That's so cool. Me too. Someone? Yeah. I just love the community of being able to come in here. And uh, I've learned a lot more about what the church is actually supposed to be since I've come here uh, at Evos. And um, like when I volunteer to do the morning greetings, I just sometimes see the same people, sometimes see different people, but they're all just people here to love God and worship. So, so this is consider. Come on. Thank you, Ro. Thanks for sharing that. I saw a hand, I think. Yeah. Walk in and I don't have to 
Love you. <laughs> Love you, Brock. I'm so glad you're here. What else? But go easy. <laughs> Did I know that? That's amazing. Whoa. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. Like, we just were freaking out in this coffee shop that, you know, like, I don't have a lot of friends, and I have a hard time making friends, and the fact that my best friend from Pennsylvania was, like, it was just remarkable that I had just moved here and, what? you know, got brought us together. So I'm grateful for that conversation that I had with you. I'm grateful for Ethos and that's insane. Wow. That, whoa, that's blowing my mind. Thank you. For, hey, thank you for sharing that. I'm so glad you're here. And wow, that's so good. Maddie. Golly, my guy. <laughs> just love you with all my heart. <laughs> uh, just like how I've never been in a place where we get like small groups and like you really preach about uh, like, not just talking about it, but like communicating. So we actually like, take that with us outside the church. And I'm um, just seeing how that's like actually like, worked so much in my life. And um, really being able to feel like the Holy Spirit move and like, the reactions outside of the church and, um, and like putting things into practice that definitely preaching those and teaching us. Um, just crazy to see that and how much I've grown in my faith um, since coming here. Mm. Yeah, and, um, now it's affecting others that I meet outside yeah, of the church campus. So I'm just so grateful for that. 
Thanks, bro. Yeah, he was just sharing about the, just the, specifically the, the circling up aspect of just sharing with one another and how it helps push you toward application and the, the substantial impact that's had on you even outside of this space, which that's like my answer to is how much, how important it is that your voice, that you hear other people talk, like we're all just like bearing gifts of the Lord and it'd be kind of weird if we all just sat together for five years and never actually heard other people share where the Lord's at in their life and I really do think it's just such a beautiful part of what we're doing. It's awesome. What else? Yeah. Um, I grew up in the church and my dad worked there and always felt very comfortable because it was in the place I grew up, but we left around my junior year, junior, senior year, and since then I had not ever, like, super cared to be plugged into a church, um, and I went to the marathon location where my parents went, but the people there that I knew, I felt like just, like, were my mom's friends, um, from Lipscomb, and then we started going to the cannery, but it was, like, at 5 o'clock and I wasn't super motivated just kind of showed up and left um, and always like made the conscious decision not to really get plugged in even though I mean ethos is ethos is ethos but like I for some reason in those two buildings I was like nah I don't really want to um, and I never expected to love coming to church as much as I do right now um, I just I went because I knew I should, I knew it was gonna cause conflict with my parents if I didn't say, yeah, I went to church every day, or every Sunday, and um, since we started coming here at the beginning of the summer, I, like Sunday's my favorite day now, and I love to get up, and I love to start my day coming here, and like, I want to get to know the people that are in this room, um, and I am just very thankful that that is happening now, and like, not 10 or so years down the road, like, yeah. I'm so, so thankful that now I'm excited to invest in these relationships and come in and talk to new people when before that just like sounded like a horrible thing to do. I feel you. Thank you so much. That's extremely meaningful. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I've been coming to Ethos since I was a freshman at college. I'm a senior now. So. Um, and about two summers ago, I felt God put it on my heart that he wanted me to lead a small group for house church. And that was something I was super daunted by. I Jamie, and um, we kind of just like blindly dove in, we didn't know what we were getting into, but I think we both felt just like so encouraged by the community of leaders here at Ethos, and just <coughs> all the other house church leaders, and you, and Sam, and people that just like really believed in us, and our house church done great things, and it's super great. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, something I love is the, like, the active community. <coughs> In the community, that that's my heart. Um, just like Kroger Sunday, that is crazy. I like, just hearing people say, "Man, I've never been in a church that that does something like this." The fact that we get to be that church that says, "Hey, not only are we going to preach the gospel, we're going to do the gospel, and we're going to do it together as a as a family." I love that. Praise the Lord, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is, let's go, baby. Yeah. Um, I moved here last summer. I was like, wanting to get like a Twitter community because it was important for me for my health and everything. But like, I think there are a lot of communities in church or just in general that you like put however much into and you get however much out of, you know, like the exact same. But like, I think like the vibrancy of this community is that like, you, whatever you put into it, you get a couple things, it's like you get back three or four more times. Out. Like, it's, it's close. Like, I just want to do Praise the Lord. That's a, I've never heard it said like that. That's really awesome. I love that. 
We'll go, we'll go, but all three? There's, do you know all three of you raised your hand? I didn't think you, <laughs> I was like, wait, is that real? Um, all right, well, just whatever. Yeah, if you didn't hear, she just shared growing up in church, authenticity wasn't really a thing that, that was at least apparent, um, kind of put on the church face. But now coming here, it feels like it's um, not only welcome, but even expected, and that's been good. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, I grew up going to church, but I was just kind of felt like I was on the outside and not super like part of a church family, even though it was always called that. Um, and I've been going um. here like less than a year, and I like never felt so like as much a part of a church family as I have now. Praise um, God. Like that's just something you're so grateful for. I'm about to start, I'm about to start crying again. <laughs> um, so I moved here about a year ago um, and left a, a community that like was really vital in, in my life and like my walk with Christ. Um, and like left my family as well. Away from, away from my family, um, and just like to be in a place where I really like knew nobody, um, and then like finding this church and having a a community that's not, I guess it's not just like a Sunday thing. I feel like this really has helped, um, like myself and like all my friends that are here, just to have um, like intentional time outside of Sundays to just like dive into what it means to just to, like, be Christians in this world and, um, like, how to walk together in community. Um, like, our house church has been just, like, super helpful for me just in, in finding that community and just being challenged in, in my faith. Love you. Um, yeah, I forget that I have, like, a time to abide by. I was like, all right, let's just sit here and do this for, like, the next 17 hours. Um, thank you all for sharing. And I'm under no impression that everyone here is like, oh, I feel so at home, and I'm just like... And if you're here and you go, oh, I wish that was my story, I think just, just keep hanging out, keep trying, keep stepping in. And um, if we can help anybody step into community more, um, we, that's what we're all about, is helping you get connected and, and walk with Jesus. And so I'm just so blessed by this. I, I left at 9 a.m. feeling similar to how I feel now, which is I need to do this more. I need to hear, like, where are we seeing the Lord? Like, it's important. It helps me know where to keep going. Like, oh, wow. I, I don't know that I would have guessed this is how we all felt. And uh, not that... I knew everyone was having a good time, you know, but it was just so, so powerful this morning. Um, a few things that, that I think about where I've seen the Lord. Uh, I remember when uh, Darcy and Darcy Levy, Caitlin Richards came up to me a couple years ago and with just this huge heart for, for community for women outside of this Sunday space. And so if you've ever heard of Women of Ruby, those are the two women that started that. I did not ask for that. Um, you know, kind of what we believe is God's putting something on your heart. Just like, pay attention, come talk to us, we'll try to help you. And um, they were like, we want women's community here outside of Sunday to help us connect, to, to be known when we come into the Sunday space, to go deeper with the Lord. And um, they have every month had a Women of Ruby uh, event, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's just been amazing. Uh, out of the goodness of their heart, they just are wanting to see women connect, be close, walk closely together, um, and feel known and understood. And, and 
growing their faith with the Lord. That's been awesome. A couple years later, uh, James, Barbie, and Joe Levy started Men of Ruby. Um, so shout out the women for leading the charge and the, the men caught up, hopefully. And uh, But I remember you know, someone expressed, why don't we have a men's version of Women of Ruby? And I went, I want one, but I can't do it. I can't start it and sustain it. It'll burn out in three months. I don't have the energy, the time for it. So we just pray that God will raise up some guys that will do it. If it's you, great. If it's not, great. And to say, not this guy, but the James and Joe show up and go, man, we feel like God's given us a vision. And they put months of thought and time before they even told anybody about it. And it was so cool. So Men of Ruby starting, it's been awesome. Um, there's one in a couple weeks, it's gonna be great. Sean and Hannah Johnson, if you know them, they're a, they're a couple in our church. Uh, they have a son named Toby, and they just brought in a, another son named Michael. I mean, he's a part of our gathering. He was at the 9 a.m. I got to shout him out, and he loved it, which was awesome. I, did, I didn't embarrass him, which was great. Um, but uh, just them having a, a new son and their family and their calling in that and following the Holy Spirit, what a gift. Uh, James, Barbie again, and his wife, uh, Tabitha, are having a baby. So we're an old enough church now. We're two people that didn't used to date, and I remember them starting dating. Now they're married. And now they're having a kid, and it's just like, whoa, that's so, so cool. I think about our connection with Aiken. Uh, Muriel Wasby uh, volunteers every weekday at, at Aiken Elementary, and she's the reason that we know about the fuel bags that our house churches are doing every week. She's the reason we have, get the, the food pantry opportunity to just provide food, because we have one of our people that's just walking with our local community and going, here's some of the needs that are there. And so that's just a few things. Uh, last thing I'll say, I just thought it was really cool, I remember... Um, my friend Nikki, who I won't point out because I don't want to embarrass her, but I remember my friend Nikki coming up to me um, before I'd met her. It's my first time meeting her was during Back to Basics, and she just said, I, gotta, I think I might want to be a Christian, but I don't really know, and I have some questions about how to like read the Bible, and you're making it feel like it's possible, but what do I do? And I just remember, like, oh, God was so on her heart, and that was this year. She came to believe in Jesus. She's in a discipling friendship. She's locked into our community. My wife loves her, um, and it's just been awesome watching someone go from not believing in Jesus, not knowing if they even could do that, to believing in Jesus. I, I've had two friends in the past couple years that just coincidentally shared a very similar story where they came here on a Sunday and said, last night I was gonna kill myself. I don't know why I didn't. And I just, can you help? I just need something. I don't know what I need yet. I said, hey, let's just walk. Let's come be my friend. I just, let's hang out. And um, with both of these, these are two separate timelines, but we started just really walking closely together. And both eventually came to believe in Jesus. Um, both are really celebrating a, a very healthy and good life right now. And I'm not saying that's always how it works, but it happened with them. And watching the fruit after salvation has been really special. And so, like, if you don't know this, the big picture of why we're here is salvation. I want to see people come to know Jesus and then grow in relationship with God. And we're seeing that. I don't know if you know that that's happening. I promise you, I know living, breathing people that I see regularly where that is happening. From I don't believe in God to I believe in God to I'm following Jesus, like it's happening and it's beautiful and it's gonna be the norm. I mean, you're gonna be aware of it, I believe, as we just keep growing as a church. So, man, um, thank you guys for sharing. I hope that was, I hope that was half as good for you as it was for me because that would be plenty. I'm just like overwhelmed. I love this church family. I love that, that for those of you that are expressing, you feel connected and bought in. It's just so, such a gift. Um, yeah, all right, that's two. Moving to number three. These next two will be a little quicker. I know we kind of set with these first two. Are you still with me? Yeah. Two more, okay. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Leah. My wife, my wife goes, yes. <laughs> She's the only one. That's a rock. Um, uh, all right, let me, let me get my notes to make sure I don't forget to say anything. Okay. Um, so, you know, we've said that 
birthday Sunday is about one, celebrating God's generosity toward us. And then we wanna celebrate God's generosity toward us by returning his generosity towards other people. So we're gonna give our entire birthday away. So every penny that's given today is gonna go to someone else. And we're gonna play this video that's gonna kind of explain who this is gonna go to. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we've got these church planners, and if you were here last week, you got the handout. If you saw the posters in the back, um, there's like over 30 churches tied to these people. And, um, but all these churches are really young. So I don't know if you've ever been to a, a five-year-old's birthday party um, or if you've ever been to a newborn's birthday party, which are typically in the hospital. Um, but they're very different, right? If you show up to a five-year-old's birthday party, you know, you just like hand them a Nerf gun and say, okay, go shoot each other. And then you go hang out with the adults, right? But if you show up to a newborn's birthday, maybe you don't do that. And neither do I, for the record, with a Nerf gun shooting each other. But gosh, okay. Um, when you go to a newborn's birthday party, like just a couple weeks ago, our friends Chantel and Jared had a baby and Leah and I went and visited. And you know, how you celebrate that birth is way different, right? You typically celebrate it by going, what do you need? What do you need? You've got this brand new life in your arms, and I can't imagine what all is going through your mind. I know you're about to go through a season of no sleep. Um, do you need food? Is there a meal train link that I can sign up for that we can bring you meals? Do you need diapers? Do you need money? Just what do you need? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's how it is to walk with people that just have a newborn baby, as opposed to, you know, when, when Lee and I went to my niece's birthday just last weekend, and she just turned two. She's still young, but it's just a totally different environment. Hey, here's your gift. It's fun. Hey, what's up, parents? It's like, it's not this like crisis almost of like, hey, do you need anything? It's like everything's just kind of sustained and good. And so, you know, for this first half, we've seen how we're sustained. Like by God's grace to this, at this point, our church is, is really growing and, and we have support from Cannery and Marathon and, and uh, we're not in need. We're five years old. You know, we're entering kindergarten today. But we have all these churches from this video that you see, and I know you don't know these people, but I, I actually have had a chance to hang out with all of our church planners. And, but they're hosting, they're, they're holding on to these newborn churches in places that are by and large non-Christian, where they don't have this like bubbling uh, congregation just eager to give a ton of resource. Like they're on the ground going, we're, fingers crossed God is doing something really special here as we're meeting our neighbors and, and hosting these gatherings. And so we really find it, uh, we see it as such a joy and a privilege to go, let's support these newborn churches that are scattered all across the world, um, that are making real impact in places that don't know the goodness of God, um, where we have just men and women who are just giving their lives to furthering the gospel of Jesus, and they're in newborn mode. And so the goal today, one of the goals, is just to resource the mess out of these people where, man, they're holding the precious life of a new church, and we're coming alongside going, what do you need? Here's money. What do you need? Here's some encouragement. But this part is about just giving them our, of our financial resources, um, coming alongside them and just giving them as much as we can. If you've been here for any time, you know that we typically don't give a ton of attention to money and, and to, in, in regards to what you give to us specifically. We say, hey, we ask you to give joyfully and generously whatever God leads you to do, and we kind of leave it at that. But when it's time to give all of our money away, we get a little bit more forward. And so I'm about to do that right now, okay? Um, I just wanna ask you, we're gonna give ourselves a couple minutes to, to pull out our phones, to pull out cash. We're gonna pass around baskets. And I just wanna ask you, just to genuinely ask the Lord, God, are you, are you leading me to give? Or God, will you help me give above what I normally do? God, will you help me be generous in this moment? And generosity is on a, on a moving scale. For some of us, generosity means I'm gonna give a couple thousand dollars. And for some of us, generosity means I'm gonna trust you with this $8. But don't underestimate what God will do with your generosity. It's like when they showed up with fish and, uh, fish and bread and a ton of people, 
Jesus didn't go, we need more. He said, bring what you have. And so I just want to invite you to bring what you have today. Everything you give is going to go out of our hands and into these church planners' lives. Our goal is to raise $116,000, and it's just going to start with us going, God, is there anything you're inviting me to give, and I'm going to give what I have. And so um, I'm going to invite you to pull out your phone. We're going to pull up this slide with the link that you can go to, ethosgive.org, and you can designate it to baptisms, uh, or (laughs) baptisms, (laughs) don't do that, Um, birthday 2019. Um, And then we're also going to pass around a basket. We're going to play some music so it's not too awkward, but uh, but we're going to pass around some baskets, and I just want to invite you to be generous, to give, all right? Um, Yeah, let's give. We want to send them a ton of encouragement to help them afford rent, to help them build their staff, to help them take people out to to coffee, to lunch, as they're just trying to make disciples of Jesus. Every penny counts right now. This is your first day here. Thanks for being a good sport. (laughs) We're like celebrating our birthday and all this stuff, and you're like, I just got here. What's this church called again? Um, But thanks. Um, It only gets better from here. Maybe, we'll see. All right, um, we're on number four. We've done three. You guys have been great. I love you, XOXO forever, all right? Um, When you came in on your seats, there was a card. Can you get that card? I wanna tell you about it. You're not gonna do anything with it right now, um, but it's for you to take this week. There's one more way I wanna encourage us. So we've, we've designated one of these church planners to one gathering across our campuses. So um, for this gathering only, for this campus only, the 11 a.m., um, these cards are for a, a couple named Andre, Prim, and Eunice, his wife. Andre, yeah, they're awesome. Um, they are uh, church planners in Lisbon, Portugal. Really fun backstory to this one. Uh, Andre had come to Nashville to learn how to be a vocal coach which he is now doing very successfully in, in Lisbon and with some of the best singers in Lisbon, Portugal. And, uh, but while he was here, he came to Ethos. He was not a Christian at all. And through coming to Ethos, he found Jesus. And the minute he came to Jesus, he had a very, it's really fun watching people that are older that don't know God come to know God because they, they get it really fast. They don't have like the, some of the church baggage, I guess. And he got saved and immediately went, what about Lisbon? What about my home? And was just like, I've got to, I have to tell everyone in Lisbon, and he kind of does that already. <laughs> he kind of tells everyone. Um, but he started asking, like, what does it look like? And so he came through Onward, our, our church planning residency that I told you guys about, and we walked with him and just kind of learned the, the nuts and bolts of church planning, but also the heart of Jesus behind making disciples and why church exists and, and kind of get into the heart of what Scripture says. And he has now uh, planted a church called V21 in Lisbon, Portugal. They've seen a lot of salvation. A lot of people come to know God. Um, uh, they just had their first uh, baby, uh, which is super sweet. Um, speaking of the newborn metaphor, they actually have one. And so um, they are just in the throes of ministry. Uh, there's highs and lows when you're trying to lead a, a people in a culture that is post-Christian, um, where Christianity is really non-existent. And so, man, when you're in that season, I mean, even I'm here in Nashville around this kind of a community, and I still have weeks where I'm like, wow, I'm exhausted, I'm discouraged, I'm down. So just know that as they're leading, like they don't always have like people around them going, hey, I just wanna remind you, you're doing great. And so we're gonna be that family. And so uh, we're gonna all, I'm just gonna ask you during the week to at some point take 15 minutes to take that card to just pray over Andre and Eunice, their new baby, and just to ask God, is there anything you'd like for me to 
encourage them with. Scripture, a word, or just say what you know to say. If you're like, I don't really know what to say, just tell them you love them, that you're praying for them, that you hope their church, V21, is doing awesome, that they're loving life as parents, uh, just whatever you want. But sometime during the week, please set a reminder on your phone to just write down a prayer of encouragement or a word of encouragement, whatever you wanna do with that. And next week, there'll be a basket that you can turn those cards into, and then we're gonna mail it to them. And we just have testimonies of some of our planters out there that have had some of this encouragement and gotten letters from people that they haven't met yet, but the words were so timely that as they're just pouring their hearts out that they got to have a moment to just take a drink from our encouragement. And so I just, I can't tell you how meaningful this is. If you've ever gotten a letter of encouragement that you didn't expect, you know like, whoa, this like interrupted my day in the best way. We wanna be that in abundance for Andre and Eunice. And so this is, uh, I know you don't know them. You can trust me, they're amazing. Sometime this week, set a reminder on your phone, pray, think about them, write it down, bring it back, and we're gonna send it to them. Okay, all right, since I've asked so much of you, uh, for communion, we're gonna just keep it nice and simple, all right? Uh, I'm just gonna invite you to stand up. You can exit towards the middle, come to the front or back if you wanna grab communion from all four corners of the room, and you're just gonna take communion. If you wanna do that on your own, you can do it. If you wanna do it with your friends and pray, you can do that. We'll transition into worship pretty quickly. Um, we're not in a hurry, but we will, we will keep it moving. Thank you guys for being a part of this day. Happy birthday. Thank you for making Ethos Hillsborough Village what it is. It is such a gift. I love you all.